Coffee Shop Conversation number 145, coming to you from the internet via World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th and Gleason. I'm still Tom D'Antoni, barely. And you know, we're all dealing with current events the best way we can. Robert Parrish and Terry Briggs took action the best way they know. They call it Musicians Rising Up. They make videos of local talent who perform songs connected to the times in which we live. Or as they put it, live performances to heal and inspire a confused and angry nation. That's quite a task, but they've been at it for over a year and they have no intention of stopping. We've broken the format for this. It's always been one-on-one, but I got a taste of my own format making history on this one. Meet Robert Parrish and Terry Briggs. Where we're oh, we're in it's right now very nice here. Cool tigers, These like tigers, this sort of yes, zoo yes, thing yes, you got yes. going on. It's the very nice. painting of a jungle scene with the giraffes and parrots nice. and the tiger. When, when we first started this, uh, I had Laura Ivancy in here. Uh-huh. And she looked up at the painting and she said, I'm the tiger. <laughs> she is the tiger. That girl. That girl's pretty darn amazing. I have to say. I have to say. We're hoping we can get her on this series. Uh, we've been communicating back and forth, and she has a very good social political. Why, what conscience. series is that? Oh yes, I'm sorry. We should be. I'm Robert Parrish, and here is Terry Briggs. We are the co-founders. I'm the creator. Terry's the one who keeps everything organized. Called musicians rising up. Mm-hmm. Started. Uh, well, really, kind of in my brain after the election of that guy. Right. It was a presidential. November 9th. Yes. 2016. Something like that. And when, when you woke up and went, holy shit. Oh, we can, we can curse here? Fuck yeah. All right. <laughs> Fucking A, man. It's a podcast. Yeah, there you go. Well, it blew my... See, I want to say frickin' because I'm holding a microphone, but it blew right. my fucking mind. Right. And I just didn't know what to do. And, and I was so upset. I was so depressed. I was in such denial. I felt like I had to do something. And so I just kind mm-hmm. of sat around for a long time <laughs> right. and, and kept watching this going, no, nah, this isn't really happening. And then I started remembering a similar time in my life. And mm-hmm. you were there. Terry was not because yeah. she was very young. Um, the whole Nixon thing and right. Vietnam and all of the protesting that was going on. And right. I thought, what was the most important thing for me personally at that mm-hmm. time as a, mm-hmm. you know, a teenager? Mm-hmm. And it was the music. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking about people that I have met in this amazing community. And I thought, I'm going to just start calling people I know to see, hey, you got a protest song. And I started with the lovely and talented Ellen White. And she's like, absolutely. I'm, in fact, I'm performing at a church. You want to come shoot it? And I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. And so uh-huh. I did that. And then I, Rob Rainwater and Michelle Van Cleef, you know, all the people that I've met through Portland Radio Project are uh-huh. out in the world. And uh-huh. everybody I contacted said, yeah, we have a protest song. Can I come over and, and shoot that, I would say. And they would go, oh, yeah do that uh-huh. and then terry got involved and i'll let her talk now so i got involved because robert was putting these on his facebook and tagging some of us to share it 
And I thought, no, no, they're going to get lost. So I created the Facebook group. So everything is on Musicians Rising Up Facebook group. And we've got quite a catalog of 56 videos now. Which is pretty pretty darn amazing. So. You, you, by the way, uh, this is a, over 100 and almost 150 of these. You've officially broken the format. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess we should, we should be careful. Well, I, the funny thing is that, that well, I, the joke is on me. Yeah. Because I have, I have always been the one to break the format. Right, right. <laughs> and now I've had it done to me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's, it's like, it's like, it's, it's like saying fuck off. You know, it's like, I, went, I worked in broadcasting for 20 years. Right, right. Until I was on a, a, a moved here. Yeah. And, and was on on a Ron Osborne's um, cable access show. And he says, you know, you can say anything. And I, I said, really? <laughs> and, and when I said it, it was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's right. <laughs> Just having the microphone yeah. in your hand right. and saying right. any kind of, yes. it was George Carlin, right? The seven right. words. Right. And I don't want to go yeah. into that, but I'm okay. sorry. Anyway, so let's yeah. get back to this. Yes, please. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, how were you thinking about presenting these? I mean, you can go out and shoot them. What are you going to do with them? Right. Well, that was, that was the thing. I knew I needed to do something with my art. And, yeah. and most of, in fact, really all of the musicians that we talked to felt this enormous need. What enormous need? This incredible, like, from the soul up need mm -hmm. to do something. Yeah. And so I knew I would post on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And like Terry said, I just started, I did, I think, three or four of them. And we, we go back a long way, more or less. I mean, and um, she approached me, like, create a page. And she's very good at that stuff. And then that added more momentum to it. And then Terry got involved. Thank you, Terry. You know, finding people to, to reach out to. And, to and, and so we just started going around shooting stuff. And then I would put these pieces together. We'd post them. And, and the momentum has just continued for the last year. And I think the first one went up February. February 10th of 2017. So, and we're still doing it. Um, there's been a lot of great feedback. And me personally... I've met some extraordinary talent that I didn't know was in this town. And it's just, it's a labor of love. And uh -huh. if that's all it ever is, that's fine with me. Uh -huh. Does it help you get over yeah. this horribleness that we live through every day? I, I don't know. If, I'm never going to get over it, Tom. No. It's just not going right. to. And it just keeps getting, getting worse. worse and getting worse, worse yes. and worse. Correct. What I love about doing this is that I'm gaining some personal perspective from the people that uh -huh. we're interviewing and the music that we're hearing. Yeah. Some of the most beautiful music, it's not all about, like, you know, Del Goldfarb, I'm sure. sure, right? And he, of course, was one of the first people I reached out to, and he came up with a song called He's Got Roadkill on His Head, right? <laughs> And it's hilarious. Yes. John Craigie is another guy who has this amazing song that he wrote right after the election called the uh, President. What's it called? See, I, it's like it's it's silver a yeah the silver lining of Donald Trump as as president. But it's not all about Trump. A lot of it is about just kind of finding your inner soul. And uh -huh. I think it was Ara Lee who told us that wouldn't it be amazing if the fact that this guy 
you know, kind of his election and how it made everybody feel got us all motivated to make the world a better place. And, and so it, it has made me feel better internally and, you know, just working with all of these incredibly talented people, including Terry, who's, who's been there to, to help, uh, help this project move along. Mm-hmm. It, so it does make me feel better. And I'm also very thankful that I no longer live in Washington, D.C. <laughs> you know, because it's just it's such a shit show, man. I right. can't even believe it. Well, I'm from Baltimore. Oh, you're Balmer. Yes. At Balmer. Yeah, right? I, know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. You're an Orioles fan? Of course. O's. Yes. O's, yeah. Uh, it was funny. I had um, Suzanne Nance, who is the CEO of All Classical Portland in uh-huh. here, who was delightful. Yeah. And she's from Philly. And so I said, how long did it take you to lose the accent? Yeah, yeah. And so it, it was hilarious because we, uh, she started talking like using a Philly. And right. I, started, I talked, I did a little Baltimoreese. It was fun. Yeah, Bal- Balmer. I, yeah. I love, I'm, yeah. I'm from New Jersey, so I can get yeah. going with that. But I'm not going to bore anyone <laughs> listening or you guys uh, with that come on, shit. Come on, come on. With do, that shit. Do your best. Do yeah, your best. Oh, man. Do I, your I, best I, Tony Soprano. You know, I could. <laughs> I talk like this sometimes. Yeah. You you know, but I don't know. Let me turn the microphone over to Terry. She might have something to say about that. I'm from California, so I can't add the uh, <laughs> the East Coast thing for you guys. But Robert is going to tell you about there is a plan for this series because, as we know, the elect the administration hasn't changed yet. Right. Much to our surprise. So now we realized after this enormous catalog, we're accumulating that something has to be done with this material because it's historical now. I mean, it's quite a catalog. Yeah. It really is. It it really is. And I think that when we started this, I would tell Terry, it's like, you know, this is great. I love doing this. But as soon as that guy is out of the White House, it's over. (laughs) I'm done, you know. And I, honest to God, thought it would be like three months. Yeah. Even even if even if he's replaced by Pence. Yeah. I I mean I, I don't know. There's just <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's true. Right. But, you know, there's just right. something about the meanness. There's something about the phoniness. There's something about just the vibe mm-hmm. of that man and the people he surrounds himself right. with mm-hmm. that just irritate the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And I want to push back at that. Mm-hmm. And and music is a great way mm-hmm. to push back. You know, oh yeah, you know. And so you know that. And I, and and yeah. I think that you know to Terry's point, we didn't expect this to go mm-hmm. this long. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it was about six weeks ago. I was sitting down and I started looking at things, and I thought this is like a documentary. This is something. Mm-hmm. There's so much here. And it would be a shame to just have it kind of languish on Facebook. So I made a kind of a first edit of a 60-minute kind of documentary. I'm pitching OPB. Who knows mm-hmm. where that'll end up? But for sure, we're going to do a performance and a showing. So that's kind of the next big thing we want to do. Uh-huh. And Terry's completely in charge of that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I don't know, where, where are we currently on the... Well, we're finding a venue that will be able to host us with the documentary screening as well as a live performance yeah. because we want to yeah. have some of the musicians in uh-huh. this series on the stage uh-huh. and do kind of maybe a songwriter in the round type of thing where they mm-hmm. all can do their songs mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some of their own material perhaps. But, and we're thinking of a CD as well, right. burning all this because the music is fabulous. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you can't both talk at the same time. I know. Let's <laughs> pretend we're it the really Beatles, flows. right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's you know it's one of those things where I've been really not surprised by the talent in this town. Right. You know this way better than I do. Well, the local music scene here is extraordinary. Mm-hmm. What surprised me is the passion in which people are wanting to push back against this horrible, grotesque business that's happening and how people are approaching it artistically, how they're approaching it differently. Uh You know, like I said, Del Goldfarb is talking about roadkill on Trump's head. Let me ask you something. Yeah. You you were through this the first time. You know, I mean, I I used to take my guitar to, to... anti-Vietnam rallies and sing Phil Oaks songs, okay? Right. Love Phil Oaks, man. How, 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 have, has, how have these songs changed now? I mean, because we remember Phil Oaks and Bob Dylan and, and, uh, and, and, and the Fugs and all those people. The Fugs. Yeah, nice. The fugs. Yeah. I love the Fugs. River of shit. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first record I ever played where I heard the word fuck. <laughs> fuck for peace. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Kill for peace also. That's Kill a great question, though. Yeah. But, you know, how have things changed? I, yeah. I, I don't know if they really have. Uh-huh. We were uh-huh. at this event. Uh, because a lot of these people, are they're, 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 they weren't born then. They no, I but mean, they're the feelings of the injustices and how things are being ignored, they're all the same. I think that one event that really brings all of that home that we covered... Mm-hmm was uh, the Art of the Protest song, which was organized by this really amazing dude, Bill Valenti, who lives in Bend, who's moving to Portland. And he had... Okay, Terry, you're younger and you're better with names. Talk to me about that. Talk to Tom about that. Well, he had... This was at the end of the Kennedy exhibit at the Oregon Historical Society. He had this event called the Art of the Protest song, Uh which is, I guess, his movement, so to speak. And he takes the art of the protest song to cities and hosts an event where he brings in then local songwriters and they do kind of a songwriter in the round where they go around and sing protest songs uh-huh. and it was amazing that current we, protest songs or old protest songs both, okay. both. Okay. so they all had to do covers so he had from Portland he had Nathan Earl who does a solo project and is also with the get ahead uh-huh. he had Alexa Wiley and he had Magdalena uh-huh. And then the f- and then Bill and four of them went around you know one after another and did cover songs and then they also performed their originals uh-huh. and it was an incredible experience and um, what Bill is trying to do by taking his art of the protest song on the road is he wants to encourage the younger people who weren't in the yeah. Vietnam era yeah. to yeah. be courageous enough mm-hmm. to do protest songs because mm-hmm. there is a fear. For, to speak your mind mm-hmm. against politics or whatever yeah. you know yeah. is going on, so um, so that's kind of what we're seeing with these people that we're we've been covering is uh-huh. that they are they're not afraid they're yeah. standing up because they're yeah. so moved by the things that are going uh-huh. on that they're uh-huh. creating this music because they've yeah. got to do something about yeah. it and they've got to yeah. speak and that's that is how they get it out yeah is with song of course both Dylan and Phil Oaks would. Punch you in the mouth if you told them protest singers. Right, absolutely, because <laughs> they were obviously way more than that. But yeah. you know, you brought up Phil Oaks, and that's what made me think about this. Alexa, I, I'm trying to find the name of this. She sang this amazing Phil Oaks song, um, and 
So there were covers, and you know, if I had a hammer, of course, was was right. in there. Mm-hmm. Masters of War was in there, uh-huh. and it was really wonderful. And at the Oregon Historical Society, you know, they had this big room in the front. It was completely packed. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, Bill Valenti just took this whole thing to the Guthrie Center in Oklahoma. Ah. You know, kind of the motherland uh-huh. of, of all uh-huh. of that. Sure, so, sure. So yeah. that's great. And this I, guitar kills com- kills uh, kills uh, fascists. Yes, that's what it was. That was that's what Woody had written on the front of his guitar. This guitar kills fascists. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. But I think, you know, to your question, I think there is a, a, an appreciation of, mm-hmm. of what came before. Obviously, there are people putting a, a new spin on it. Yeah. But yeah. I, I feel like, as Terry said, what's, what's changed or is the same, that there are certain artists who are stepping up and doing something. And there are other artists who are worried about going out there and saying, you know, I, I won't mention who it was, but we, we did a, a shoot with one of them. And he's like, you know, I tried to pin him down on Trump. And he said, you know, a lot of people who listen to my music like him. I'm like, OK, you know, that's cool. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I know. But it was all good. You know, it was all yeah. good. It, it, yeah. it turned out it turned out just fine. I mean, there are, people are afraid of stepping up. Well, you, for good reason. Yeah, you know. How'd you like I to mean, be Stormy Daniels right now? It's not just. It's not just like another blacklist. They're afraid of. Right. They're afraid of getting you know radiation poisoning. They're afraid. You know. If, if, I mean, we're not certainly not to the point where where uh, these people are going to start knocking off folk singers. Okay. No, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully that won't but, uh, that won't happen. Right? But you know. Even, even even considering it right. is bad enough. Yeah. It's bad enough, you know. I agree. Uh, uh, just you know, I, I wait every day for the first for the uh, the first one that Putin kills in this country, and you know, nothing, nothing will be done about it. Right. Right. <laughs> no, I it, politically we're completely in sync on that. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I mean, I just watched the Dalton Trumbo movie. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I know he was a screenwriter, was a screenwriter who was blacklisted, was blacklisted right? And, and then he and then he wrote a, a, a whole bunch of movies under under different names. Yeah. And, what and was then, his most famous movie? I'm trying to uh, think. He wrote was, Spartacus. Yeah. He wrote uh, Exodus. He wrote a lot of movies. Wow. A lot of movies. Yeah. Uh, it won an Oscar under a fake name. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I mean that 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 wasn't so long ago. Yeah. That's within our lifetimes. Yeah. Well, and, and not cherries. That, <laughs> that certainly could happen again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. So I can I can understand people being resident, reticent, but not me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, that's they, it. They you know, know where to find me. Right, and I think <laughs> you know that's the the joyful part of being maybe older and established like mm-hmm. we are in our careers. You can say stuff, you no, know. I've you can, done that. yeah. Well, right. But I mean, for me, I mean, I probably was a little more uh, walked a finer line. But now I don't give a fuck. It's like, hey, man, this is how I feel. If you can go with that, that's fine. Don't judge me. I won't judge you. Yeah. You know all that. Now I was the publisher of the underground paper in Baltimore. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. They. they, they the, the 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 cops, the cops wanted to put us out of business so bad that they um, they kept arresting us. They even installed as our photography editor 
a member of the Baltimore City Police Force. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. So he would, we didn't know. We just, you know, he kind of acted like a cop, but we, yeah. we, we weren't doing it. We, we, right. we, we weren't breaking any laws except smoking pot, you yeah. know. You smoked and, pot back then? It's legal now. Have you heard that? I, I like I've, that. I've yeah. heard that. <laughs> but, you know, um, and he would give a set of pictures to us and a set of pictures to, the, to, to his, his To the bosses. cops, yeah. wow. What was the name of the paper? Harry. I'm sorry? Harry. Harry? H-A-R-R-Y. Wow. Okay, well, it was a paper with an actual name. Good that's, job. That's right. <laughs> it's the one that P.J. O'Rourke was... He was on our staff. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. He was a son of a bitch then, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we, we have these. And, you know, when, 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 this, when, when, when Trump got elected, the first thing I thought of was, well, maybe we need another, a, a, you know, a new underground paper. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of people who were interested and didn't, never went anywhere. You know? Uh, you know, maybe a print, print uh, is not, not the right format for this this time and, and, you know well there is a i think an artistic <clears throat> activation that i haven't seen since you know back in the late 60s yeah. early 70s yeah, and yeah. and that's why i appreciate the fact that you know what you're doing what we're doing and i think it's worth saying that musicians not one of them has ever even brought up a dime. You know, these are people who, yeah. they yeah. are just out there, what can we do to help, and mm-hmm. we'll show up, and mm-hmm. we'll do it. And I think, you know, I want to give you something. And so I give them the video and yeah. the audio if they yeah. want it. Yeah. But there's no, it's not about the money at all. It's mm-hmm. all about just the message and getting the word out. So you go out with a single camera? Two. two I have two, two cameras. cameras. Mm-hmm. And if I'm lucky, Terry's there with me to, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. to, to help me. And um, just basically set up one static on a tripod, right. set right. up another one where I'm going in and out. I've got yeah. two awesome yeah. microphones. And, and uh-huh. you know, we pick uh-huh. up, a, I think, a good sound, a good look. Mm-hmm. And... Um, mm-hmm. And it's really just fun. Mm-hmm. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we're in house, you know, we'll go to somebody's house. Yeah. I mean, we'll go to venues too, but yeah. Yeah. we're going to somebody's house and you get this really super intimate feel right. about right. their space and we just run through it until they're comfortable. Um, most of the time, though, I will say it's one take. <laughs> you know, right. and it's just like, boom, okay. Right. Yeah. Wow, how did you do that? <laughs> and um, so it's, it's just a really nice thing. I and mean, we always interview them. Uh-huh. And then, depending upon what they say, um, I'll incorporate it within the piece. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll do a preview of the piece. We generally have been posting Wednesday and Friday, or is it Friday and Monday? I don't know. It gets confusing, <laughs> but... But it's a matter of, of taking the content and all. there's not one piece of content that we've recorded that hasn't been awesome yeah. in, in my yeah. mind. And uh, so now we're, we've been on a bit of hiatus because we're kind of doing this with our other jobs. Yeah. And um, so we're getting ready to crank up again, I think, with Ty Curtis on Friday. Yes, we've got Ty Curtis on Friday, and then we have the Whiskey Darlings at the Lake Theater on April 9th. Uh-huh. And we've got a couple more, um, Ojos Feos, which is a local band, sings in typically in African yes. or Spanish. Yes. And they have, most of their songs are protest-oriented, mm-hmm. but and, from around the world. But they have two 
more relative to the United States. Yeah. And so regular visitors to Oregon Music News will remember Anessa's interview with those guys. Yes, right. <laughs> and, yeah, we have a couple in the works, Camp Crush and Souvenir Driver, and then we have that are booked, but then we've got some, we've got about five. There's always, you know, there's always a handful waiting in the wings, which is really um, inspiring, I think, that yeah. people are so moved still <laughs> and creating. And it hasn't been just music. We've had people like J.P. Downer, who is a musician, but he's also an artist. Uh -huh. He has his art installation. We had Shelley doing her song and her spoken word. Uh -huh. uh, so it's really fun to watch. I don't know if fun's quite the right word, but it's really right. wonderful to see just where their craft is taking them uh -huh. uh, with you know, using it as an outlet. Fun's, there's a lot of fun with this. Yeah. And have you talked to JP? No. Are you familiar with Decent Dawn? No. Oh, man. Tell him about Decent Dawn. <laughs> Decent Dawn is a cartoon character. And Decent Dawn is a cartoon character. There's no cough button That's okay. No, go ahead. We're, we're, no, we, don't, we don't edit. Yeah, go, go but he, but he is a, he's got this comic that he created because he was thinking, what if Don, Donald, was a decent person? So his, his cartoon is all about Don being a decent person. And he puts him into all kinds of everyday scenarios of where he's a well-mannered person and does the right thing all the time. <laughs> and so he had an art installation at the Hawthorne, the, the Cider House up on Hawthorne. Mm -hmm. And so we went and filmed him there and shot pictures of his exhibit that he had. And, and then across the street, we, I see this van all decked out. At, and we, <laughs> then we went over and did Tony Street Rose, who played on his sax and uh -huh. right outside on the sidewalk with his colorful van with, you know, all kinds of Trumpism, anti-Trumpisms anti yeah. on it. So it's just been interesting to just see where the road is taking us through uh -huh. this because yeah. nobody knows, you know. Yeah. We don't know where it's going, when it's going to end, uh -huh. but uh -huh. we're just there to capture it all. Wow. Wow. I'd like, personally, I'd like for it to end soon. Yeah. Like, tomorrow would be good. <laughs> yes. Um, not the series. I, I have a feeling, though, somebody was asking me that question. They were saying, well, what's going to happen when he either is impeached or does resign? Or, God forbid, who knows what would happen. Falls down a flight of stairs. Yeah. And, <laughs> I, but I think the movement itself, you mentioned Pence. I mean, that's not going to be a huge improvement, no, right? No, and, no. But I think this, and I hope that people stay activated to, to speak their truth and to put out, you always, even with Obama, who I will say I think was the greatest president in my lifetime, mm -hmm. there's still a lot of need for people to talk about love and peace and right. understanding and right. so much of what we recorded has been about that too yeah and yeah. Yeah. i i just love the fact that this weird awful man has inspired so yeah. much goodness all right well um what's coming up next ty curtis yeah, Ty, uh, we hope on Friday, and then there's what? a whole series of... And when, uh, when, will that, when will that go up? Uh, it should go up, I would think, in a couple of weeks. Okay. I was with uh, Shelley Rudolph uh, last night, who has this new project called Soul Shine, which fits right within the scheme of people rising up, uh -huh. to me. And she redid her 
Flying Bird. What's what's that beautiful song? She has this amazing band, and so, um, so I'm going. And when will that be up? That'll be on. Uh, that's going to start appearing on Friday, and then on Monday. Okay. Yeah, Wild Bird. It's just an amazing song about female In that empowerment. Case, since we're not going to, this isn't going to go up for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So about- after that, I mean, I, I think the next things that that we're really excited about, we're excited about anybody, and I I would hope that folks who listen will. Check out the Facebook page, Musicians Rising Up, mm-hmm. and contact us. And, you know, the other thing that I think is really important to mention is we've been blessed with really super high-end talent, which this town has so much of. Mm-hmm. But I'm not adverse to sitting down with, a, you know, somebody who just learned how to play the guitar and can put <laughs> words together. You know, that's fine, too. Yeah. I yeah. think there's everyone who wants to speak their truth and have a voice should be given the opportunity. All right. And I do want to add to that that people might think protest songs are folk-oriented because they often have been in the past, but we've covered all genres. You know, When We Met really oh, rocked man. it out, oh, and yeah. uh, St. Love Revolts probably Saint was Love a little Revolts. more of that. Uh, yeah. So it's not only folk songs, so anyone that is listening to this, if you're not a folk artist, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Do you have something to say? That's all that matters. We haven't had a good. We haven't had a good rap. Haven't had a good rap song yet. Right. I mean, I don't you think there would be some? I mean, that's the other thing we've been doing is you know you'll see stuff on Facebook or on the internet and then we'll just post that too. It's yeah. I mean, yeah. we're lucky to have um, you know the Portland musicians, but yet we're also if we see something out there, you know, Springsteen's right. and, you know, Tom Petty right. had some right. stuff, you know, yeah. so. Well, all the proper links will be up on, on, on our page. You're so nice. Thank and, you so uh, much. Appreciate you coming in. Thank you very much. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Tom. All right. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>